Amen. If you got your Bible, open them to Genesis, the sixth chapter. And I want to say our prayers are for all uh, the families today that are traveling. Many families are out different directions. Uh, special prayer for Brother Salinas. His grandfather on his mother's side passed away. And they're in Illinois today uh, for that funeral. Uh, remember Sister Pate, she is in the UAMS believing for a good report on a biopsy today. Amen. God is so good to us. Amen. Thank you for being here. Courtney, good to see you in God's house. Thank you for being here. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Brother Philip has a couple guests from California. Amen. Come to hear me preach today. So appreciate them coming. Amen. Thank the Lord. On a rainy, fixing to be cold day here after a while tonight. God's house is full of people that are hungry. Amen. I, I've been praying, God, I want you to, I want you to give people strength in this house. Amen. I want I want people to walk out of here today with a new determination. Amen. To make it all the way. When I read this Bible, it said the one that endures to the end. All the way. Amen. We got any made up minds in the house today. I'm going all the way with Jesus. Amen. Genesis 6 and 14. The commandments of God to Noah. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shalt thou make in the ark. And shalt pitch it within. That means you're going to put this slime stuff on it to seal it off. Pitch it within on the inside and then without. That means on the outside with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. Do it kind of like this. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. The breadth of it 50 cubits. And the height of it 30 cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark. In a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life. From under heaven and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons, and thy wife, and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort shalt thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female, of fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be for food for thee and for them. Amen. The 22nd verse, after all that stuff, after all those commandments, the Bible said, Thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him. 
so did he. Amen. After all that he was told to do, the Bible just simply says he did it. Amen. And I want to preach today what God has dealt with me about for several days now. And it's how much trouble is too much trouble. Amen. In your mind, in your spirit, how much trouble is too much trouble? And I can tell you in my mind, there ain't no amount of trouble that's too much. Amen. Could you set your Bibles down and lift your hands to the Lord? Come on, I want you to praise Him right now. I want you to cry out to Him. I want you to talk to Him for a few moments. Come on, can you just take a little time with Jesus right now? Yes, Lord, can you join up with somebody next to you for a moment? you talk to the Lord can you can you cry out to him can you let him talk to you can you let him comfort you can you let him change your thinking today can you let him change your attitude today (laughs) yes Have mercy upon people, God. Have mercy upon our families. Hallelujah. Come on, in a way of worship, put your hands together for Jesus one more time. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. I need your help today. I need you to bear with me today. I need your attention today. Amen. I, most of you know, obviously, I wasn't here Wednesday night. And the reason I wasn't here is because several years ago I had this dream that uh, I was going to have this brand new Toyota Tundra. It was a new body style coming out and it was beautiful and had so much power and all this stuff. And I thought, man, I've needed a truck for years and years and the Lord, you're about to give me one. And I don't know if he gave it to me or I went and got it. I'm not sure. But anyway, it wasn't very long after I got it, the motor blew. And, uh, and, I, and I thought, my, my, my. So anyway, praise God. Been a Toyota man for many, many years, but they, they let me down. Amen. God's never failed me, but everything else has let me down at some point or another. Amen. So anyway, uh, with kind of with a good spirit, I guess I thought, well, I need a new truck. They're coming to buy it back. It's a lemon, and uh, about the time I need a truck, the auto workers go on strike, and all the vehicles go up in price. And I thought, my lord. So anyway, I searching all over the place, and on the internet, I found a truck. I'm not going to tell you what kind it is because some. <laughs> Because I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to figure all this out. <laughs> Amen. But it ain't a Toyota, I promise you. But anyway, but I, you know, anyway. But it, I went and I picked one up. And so it was in northern Ohio. And before somebody bought it, it was a great price. So I flew up there, me and my wife. And I thought, we're going to pick it up. 
Anyway, take a few days off. We didn't take no time off. We just drove and drove and drove. But I thought, on the way home, I'm going to stop in northern Kentucky, and I'm going to go to that ark encounter, and I'm just going to walk through it and, uh, and just, just look at it because it's kind of a cool deal. So anyway, and so uh, I drove, and I, we pulled up to this place. And when I walked up to this ark, and it is 450 feet long. Y'all know how long the new church is. It's long. People called it the ark for a while. But if you took that church and you put another one right behind it, and then you put one more and put it behind that one, that's how long it would be. And it was 75 feet wide. It was five foot wider than our new church. And it's 45 foot tall, which was about the height of our new church. And so theologians will argue that some of them say it took Noah 55 years of working to build the ark. Some of them say it took 120 years to build the ark. They, they take scripture and they try to get clues to figure out. I don't know how long it took, but somewhere between 55 and 120 is a long time. It's a long time to work on one thing. And so uh, I've read the story, Noah's Ark. I've heard it when I was in Sunday school. I've preached about Noah's Ark. I've preached you need to let God shut you in. Amen. I've preached all kinds of things. But standing there in front of it, I began to think about when my eyes seen how big it really was. I tried to make this picture comparable but when I seen how big it really was and I thought about how much time it would take to build that and how much material it would take to build that how much labor it would take to build that I began to think to myself that's a lot of trouble to save eight people Just the thought that come to me, standing there in front of this enormous structure. I thought, that's a lot of trouble to save eight people. But as I began to walk through it, I began to think, there's no such thing as too much trouble. Hallelujah. When you think about the value of one soul, can you think of anything that would be too much trouble for somebody to make it to heaven? Can you think of anything that would be too much trouble that you would have to do to save your family, to keep them from being lost? Amen. I, I think in America and our Western culture, we need our eyes to be open. We have been blessed beyond measure. Uh, I believe everybody ought to take a missions trip sometime. And you'll come back and you'll realize we are the blessed of the blessed of the blessed. Uh, hey, 
Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost going to back me up in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Whatever you do, don't you let the Spirit get on you that it's too hard to make it to heaven. I'm being asked to do too much. You're not being asked too much to do. This is easy. He said, my, my yoke is what? And my burden is? This is an easy life. Whatever you had to do, it would be worth it. Keep somebody from burning in eternity. I would do whatever God wanted me to do. I thought about Noah with no modern tools and no electricity. And how do you like this? No experience building boats. There wasn't a boat builder in town because it never rained before. People didn't have bass boats because they didn't need bass boats. Amen. But Noah began to do something he had never done before. Simply because God told him to do it. Amen. What happened to the days when people just do what God told them to do? Amen. Don't you know God has never rained? Amen. This may go over. It may not. But it's going to have to. At some point, we got to get past arguing about everything, posting about everything, and just say if God wants us to do it, bless God, I'm going to do it. It's going to be worth it all. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord together. Man. Noah would begin to laugh at people who would say there's no works to salvation. You tell Noah it's no work being saved, he would tell you you're crazy. I'm talking about Noah pre-law. Before the law, Moses was ever there. He didn't know the difference between grace and law. All he knew is what God said. And what God said required work. Ask Noah what you got to do to be saved. Noah would tell you, you got to do more than just believe the plan. You got to do the plan. It, it takes more than just saying, I believe it's going to rain. You got to prepare something that'll get you through the rain. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. The Bible said, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation. Everybody say the grace. Everybody says, I'm under grace. (laughs) Amen, under grace that bringeth salvation. The Bible said it hath appeared to all men. Amen, don't worry about people thinking, well, I just can't believe God. Just send all them people to hell. God ain't sending nobody to hell. This Bible I'm reading said the grace of God hath appeared unto all men. Uh, Amen. And when it appeared, it brings salvation. Uh, Amen. But here's where some people don't get hooked up with salvation because it says teaching us. Everybody say teaching. 
Grace ain't some ooey-gooey thing that covers all your sins and you can be whatever you want, however you want, as long as you want to. But Grace come and she's got a badge and it says, I'm a teacher. And Grace begins to teach that denying ungodliness. Come on, I'm gonna help somebody. Amen, it's gonna take more than just believing on the word. You're gonna have to do something. It's gonna take action on your part. Amen. This is what grace is. Grace is a teacher. I've preached this before. God laid it a little bit of this on my heart again. I'm going to go over this. Amen. Teaching us that denying ungodliness. It means you've got to deny everything that don't make God happy. Well, I'm covered. No, you think you're covered. Amen. Uh, Grace is a teacher that says you've got to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. Uh, Amen. That's not why we're not chasing the stars of this world. Uh, That's why we're not chasing the football players and the singers uh, and the Hollywood stars. Uh, We don't even know who they are. Uh, If... If they walk past me, I wouldn't even know them. Uh, hey, because I'm not chasing that. Uh, I'm chasing something else. Uh, my eyes are on a city whose builder and maker is God. Hey, man, we got to deny ungodliness. We got to deny worldly lust. And then we got to live soberly. We got to live righteously. Praise God. We got to live godly in this present world. You know why God put that in there in his word in this present world? So people wouldn't say, well, that was for the Bible days. He put it in there so you'd pick it up today and read it and see it says, you can deny the world in this present world. You can come out from among them and be ye separate in this present world. Let me tell you, when you got the Holy Ghost, you got power. You got power to say no. You got power to walk away. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Man, grace is a teacher. Everybody say it's a teacher. Grace is not what the denominal world tries to describe it as being. This thing from God that comes and overshadows all the sinners. And and when it overshadows them, it covers them and all of a sudden they're made holy. But the grace of God is a teacher that comes to you. And begins to deal with your heart and your spirit. He said you would hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk ye therein. Amen. To a stiff-necked generation uh, that don't want to hear a voice telling them to do anything. Uh, Amen. Grace falls right into their lifestyle. 
Amen. But that's not how it was ever intended. Uh, It's the grace of God uh, that gives you an opportunity uh, to come out. Uh, It's the grace of God uh, that gives you the understanding uh, that you've got to repent. Uh, Come on. He loves you so much. Uh, Amen. He's going to pull on your heart. Uh, Amen. Before you ever knew what a preacher was, maybe uh, there was something pulling. Come on. I rebuke every false doctrine in this city. I pray that their eyes are open this very day to know it's going to take more than just a verbal. I accept Christ as my personal Savior. There's got to be something changed on the inside. Grace comes and begins to teach people you can't be like you used to be. If you sit in church one year, two years, ten years, and you never change. Something's wrong. You can sit and listen to wonderful anointed singing of God and listen to the word of God and never be changed. Something's bad wrong. Because grace is a teacher. The Bible said God won't always strive with man. That means he ain't going to wrestle you down and make you live for him. He's going to come as a teacher. People can reject the teacher. Or they can listen to the teacher. There's been a lot of people come into this church. And a lot of people walk out of this church. A lot of people listen to the teacher. And a lot of people reject the teacher. Amen. I don't want to be a statistic that walks away. Hey, I want to be a statistic That when God shuts the door, I'm on the inside. I don't want to play in both worlds. Back and forth trying to figure out who I really am. Who I want to be and what reputation I want. What I want my character to be. I want to be what God wants me to be. Hey man, you're not your own when you get inside the ark. You are bought with a price. Amen. When you say yes, Lord, you got to listen to that teacher that's teaching you. Amen. It's not the do nothing, change nothing, give up nothing gospel. That most people preach today. Can I just preach what God laid on my heart? Amen. You, 
you don't want you don't want preaching that don't prick your heart I'm telling you down deep inside the word of God will cut and it'll divide and it'll change but the flesh don't like it the flesh will seek out preachers that'll tickle (laughs) preachers that'll soothe their sinful lifestyle preachers that'll pet their little victim mentalities that's not the word of God the word of God's gonna challenge you hey change the way you think Change the way you act. Change the way you worship. Change the way you treat your family. Change the way you come to church. Tell you if nothing changed in you, God ain't working in you. Well, sure is quiet in here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The commandments of God are you're going to have to do something. The commandments of God will make you change some acquaintances. The commandment of God will make you give up some habits. The commandments of God will make you build some things in your life. And it'll make you tear down some other things. The commandments of God go against what the flesh wants to do. Hallelujah. Amen. When you decide I'm going to live for God, I'm going to be what He called me to be. You're going to have some people walk by and ridicule what you're doing. They're going to look at the things that you're doing in your life and they're going to poke and make fun. Hey man, let them make fun. Let them just keep on. We're not doing it for them. We're doing it because the word of God said to Amen. It causes some trouble in your life when you begin to do what God tells you to do. Amen. But you got to make up your mind. It's not ever going to be too much trouble. Amen. It may cause some awkward situations. Amen. I've been in awkward situations. Hallelujah. Telling you when you commit to building an ark, it's going to create awkward moments with other people. When you begin to make changes, God deals with you about your ornamentation and you take yours off. It's going to cause some awkward moments. Shandarama. 
It causes trouble when ladies begin to dress like ladies and men begin to dress like men. Hallelujah. It causes awkwardness when you don't show up at the honky-tonk with your buddies anymore. You can't hang out at the same deer camp anymore because they're vile and they don't love God. It causes awkwardness when you won't sit around the television at Thanksgiving anymore and watch the Dallas Cowboys play like you always did. It's going to cause trouble in your life, but you got to make up your mind. It'll never be too much trouble. Whatever I got to walk through, whatever I got to do, God, whatever I got to say, it'll never be too much trouble. Lady had told me one time, this is going to be kind of strange for me. I've worn pants my whole life. I'm going to walk into work. I'm going to have a skirt on. It's going to be awkward. Don't you know Noah was awkward? What are you doing? No, I'm building an ark. Because it's going to rain for 40 days. And the only people that are going to be saved are the ones that get inside. Praying for you, Noah. Have a good day, my friend. Day after day, month after month, year after year, it was trouble. Where are you going to get your paycheck, Noah? Where are you going to get your... I don't know, but God told me to build this ark. I don't have time to plant a garden. I don't have time to do what everybody else is. God's just going to have to provide because I'm building an ark. Let me tell you, when you put your career before you put your salvation, you're making a huge mistake. Amen. Bible said, what would it profit a man? Everybody say, what would it profit? What would it profit a man if he gained the whole world? If he took the money out of everybody on the planet's pocket. If one man got everybody's money out of every bank account, out of every pocket, got every ounce of gold in the world, Every ounce of silk, he got the title to every acre of land. Every, he owned it all. And he was lost. The Bible said, what did it profit? In other words, he got ripped off. I'm telling our priorities get so mixed up. If I can just go make 20 more dollars... Or do whatever. Amen. 
Boy, I'm stuck and I can't go on right now. Hallelujah. I'm building an ark. Hallelujah. You think God's going to let somebody go hungry that's building an ark? You think God's going to let somebody go broke that's building an ark? <laughs> Come on, help me right now. Lift your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Shalabosa. Shalabosa. Shalamasa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your voice for one moment to God. Come on, God's wanting to change somebody's thinking in this house. Come on, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank the Lord. Noah never came to a point in his thinking. He said, you know what? This is too much trouble. I'm so glad the man, Jesus Christ, never came to the conclusion this cross is too much trouble. I'm glad the Apostle Paul, when he said, I've been whipped five times. I've been stoned by people that love me, supposedly. I've been in and out of jail, shipwrecked, all kinds of problems. I'm thankful. He said, you know what? This is too much trouble. I've heard people say, this must not be God's will because I'm having too much trouble. I come to rebuke the lying devil. When you're building an ark, honey, you're in the perfect will of God. When you're building an ark, you don't get any more in the will of God than that. When you're building something that'll save your family, you're in the absolute perfect will of God. It's not. Everybody say it's not. It's not too much trouble. Problem is we live in a generation that quits everything. Hallelujah. This is where we find ourselves in the middle of people who quit over nothing. 50% of marriages end in divorce because somebody said, you know what? 
This is too much trouble. And that don't even count our generation that decided we might as well not even get married. Because it's too much trouble. We live in a generation that aborts their own babies. Because something says in their mind, it's just too much trouble. Amen. And then they come to church to begin to live for God. And the trials begin to happen. And if you ain't careful, you'll bring that world's. Come on, I'm going to help somebody in this house. You better get some concrete in your feet. You better learn how to get planted in the kingdom of God. You better learn how to say, I'm not here for the fishes and the loaves. I didn't sign up for the blessings. If they come, praise God. If they don't, praise God. I'm here to make it all the way. Come on, lift your hands all across this house. Hallelujah. 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 It's going to be a lot of people lost because it was just too much trouble. Telling you, when women came into the workforce, it created all kinds of problems. I know it's just the world that we live in. Somehow the world tricked us into believing we got to have four cars and seven phones and fine clothing and we got to eat out all the time and therefore can't live off dad's income. I began to think when I was a boy, we had one car. I'm not trying to change anybody, I'm just... I'm just talking for a little while of you. Amen. Allow me to just pour out my heart. When I was a boy, there were six kids in a house. Matter of fact, the lower lobby of our new church is the size of our house. 1,200 feet. We lived in the house. Three bedrooms, one and a half bathrooms. Meaning there was one bathtub. Praise God. There was one vehicle. We, I had all the food I wanted to eat. I had all the clothes I wanted to wear. They weren't the brand I wanted, so I mowed yards and got my own brand. Amen. Somehow, society changed us to where uh, it just ain't like it used to be. And this created a a strange atmosphere where mama was now in the workforce and and now the babies are being raised by somebody else. Now the babies are being uh, molded by somebody else, shaped by somebody else and their world thinking is shaped and by somebody else. 
mamas in the workplace and around men that aren't godly men. The pressure is on them to conform to the world. Dress like the world. Act like, and it created awkwardness in the workplace. Please, nobody misunderstand me. I'm talking about the trick of the devil. And I've actually talked to people that would not stay in church because they said, I cannot do that and go to work. I cannot change and go to work. I've been this my whole life. I said, well, quit working. I can't quit working because I got to pay for this. And I thought, you can't get on the ark because you bought into the world. You can't change your life because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Hey, Come on. I'm here to help some people. Hey Amen. I don't have a problem with anybody working. But if you can't work and be a Christian, you... If you can't work, uh, amen, and be a light to a lost and dying world, uh, you don't need that job. Uh, you need to. I hate for people to miss out on eternity because it was too much trouble. Telling you in the eyes of God, there's no such thing as too much trouble. Help us, God. Help us, God. I've watched as people come and there's certain things that they have no trouble letting go of. Telling you, this is not going to be a church where we add to the word. We're not going to take away from it either. Just going to preach the whole council. Let it fall where it falls. Amen. And at the end of the day, I'm getting on the ark. I hope everybody goes with me. Amen. But I've watched people that came from other churches where it was, it, nothing was preached against because it was too much trouble. I'm telling you, when you begin to preach things that people got to change, you're going to get some trouble. When you start preaching, you can't be bitter anymore. But you got to love people. It's going to cause some trouble. But you got to make up your mind. It's not too much. There's people. God help me. That your journey... Is going to require a few different things than other people's journey is. There's going to be things that you got to walk through that I may not have to walk through. That you got to set your mind. It's not too much trouble. Because everybody's got a different family, different past. Different personalities, built different, act different, 
different cultures. There's certain things you're going to have to change and you're going to have to work on. Things you're going to have to do that aren't even a deal to me. But you got to walk through it. There's things that I never faced that therefore I'll never have to get over. There's things that you've never done that I did that you'll never have to get over. But I will. So we all got our own path. And that's why this Bible says seek out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You know what the Bible is saying? There's not a preacher that can list everything about everybody. You know who you are. You know what you are. You know your weakness. You know what you would be if you fell out. And you got to get over it. You got to make up your mind. It's not too much trouble. Hey Amen. It's going to hurt. It's going it's to cause confusion. It's going to be awkward. It is not too much trouble. Thought about the backsliders. Begin to think about them one by one. And I was praying, God, why did that one walk out? And it come to me what it was. And there was something that would have had to have been corrected. There's something that would have had to change. But in their mind, when they waited out, it was too much trouble. Sometimes it's just an apology. Man, I say man, human. Man and woman. There's something in every one of us heart that don't ever want to admit that we're wrong. So therefore, we don't ever want to apologize. We'll just act like nothing ever happened. Cut people. Abuse people. And then in your own mind, just try to whitewash it like nothing happened. I want to tell you something. God watches people. Let me tell you, you don't have to take up for yourself. You don't have to prove you're right. There is a God in heaven. You don't have to get on Facebook and prove your point. Well, I'm going to have the last word. I don't want the last word. I want God to have the last word. If you allow God to do it, it won't be no trouble. Hallelujah. It's the changing of people. And I've watched this Bible be so true over and over. God is not mocked. You hear me? God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. People to think that you could do whatever you want. Run to an altar and say, Jesus, forgive me. God forgives you and he's merciful. But if you think those seeds went away. Come on. 
at some point, you got to get out of the in and out, the up and the down, the mad and the happy, the bipolar spirituality, and say, uh, whatever comes at me, amen, I'm going to be a child of God. Amen. You'll, you'll, you'll lessen the trouble of your life. Amen. If you'll just allow God to hold your hand and guide your footsteps, order your mouth, order your mind. It sure is quiet in here. Hallelujah. I want to tell you if you don't get a hold of your flesh, Something will come up. And, and the thought in your mind will be, it's just too much trouble. But if you'll settle it in your spirit, it's not. How did Noah build the ark? I'll tell you how he built it. Like they used to say, how do you eat an elephant? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you build an ark? One board at a time. How are you going to make it to heaven? One day at a time. What are you going to do in that day? I'm going to get up. And I'm going to recognize that if I allow my flesh to drive the bus, I'm going to be lost. I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to find a place to pray. I was on the road for a day and a half and it was, I thought I cannot stand traveling. There's nowhere to pray right without people calling 911. You can't really get in the spirit driving. Really. Be safe. Can't really pray in a hotel room like I like to. Without people knocking on the door. That's why he said, my house. Everybody say, my house. God said, my house shall be called the house of prayer because this is the house where you can just let your hair down. Nobody's going to call the cops. Nobody's going to do a welfare check on you when you're in God's house. You can cry. You can let your troubles down. You can... Hallelujah. It's not too much trouble. For me. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a sad way to miss out. Just thinking about those spies that Joshua and Caleb was a part of. Moses said, Go spy out the land. A bunch of them came back. All of them came back except Joshua and Caleb. They said, There's. I know we've been promised that land. I know that it does flow with milk and honey. 
I know that it takes two men and a staff in between to carry one cluster of grapes. I know that, but there's giants there. This is too much trouble. Imagine living in the desert when you've been promised Canaan. But somehow in your spirit, it was just too much trouble. Too much battle. I don't want to do that. I couldn't stop doing that. I couldn't wear that. It's just too much. You know what you're dealing with? You're dealing with a lazy flesh. You know why they stand with a cardboard sign instead of clocking on somewhere and working like the Bible said to work? You You know why they're doing that? It's too much trouble to go to work. It's too much trouble to have your own business. What time? I'm just preaching on. This is too much trouble. I'll just stand here. I thought about if that is not the perfect picture of the charismatic church that don't want to change nothing, but they want to be saved. Need a ride. Give me. Help me. Feed me. Do something for me. I seen one guy, he he said, I'm just going to be honest. I I need something to drink. (laughs) One honest guy out of all of them. They're saying it's just too much trouble. Help us, God. God, let something Rise up in people in the church of the living God. It says a prayer life is not too much trouble. There's people that should be in church this morning. There's a lot of people traveling, sick, but there's a lot of people that should be here this morning. Do you know what? When they woke up, of course, they might have planned it before they ever woke up. They said, it's just too much trouble. What if the Lord were to come right now? Amen. Would you want to be sitting in a lazy boy saying it's too much trouble while the people of God were assembled? Amen. Boy, it's quiet in here. I'm just kind of talking to y'all. We don't want to lose one saint. We don't want to lose one young person. We don't want to lose one marriage. Come on, people. In a snowflake world. Is that what they call them? Snowflakes. What is a snowflake? I don't know what a snowflake is. But I can tell you it can't take no heat. Because when the sun pops out, 
Snowflakes are gone. God's not coming back for a snowflake church. He's coming back looking for some Daniels. Say, oh, king, if you throw me in there, just know. <laughs> Put me in the den of lions, but I want you to know I'm coming out. God's coming back looking for some Hebrew boys. Oh, king, let it be known. I ain't bound to your idol. God, it was just too much trouble. Everybody was bowing. I tell you, if everybody bows, you don't bow. If everybody gets an attitude, you don't get an attitude. If everybody gets in a fight, you don't get in the fight. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Mom and dad, you can raise great children in this present world. If you will make up in your mind, it's not too much trouble. If you ever lose the battle in your own mind, I don't think it's too much trouble. I'm on your side. I'm going to help you. Hey, while I'm thinking about it, y'all can stand. I'm, I'm fixing that. You, you know what? To me... If I wasn't, well, anyway. Somebody told me about a brand new social media the other day. I thought, you know, it's almost too much trouble trying to keep up with all these new ways that people communicate. Well, there's a brand new one the kids use, and I don't even remember the name of it. But anyway, mom and dad, you better keep your hand on it. Let me tell you what somebody just told me the other day. That Snapchat was invented by a young man that was trying to get his girlfriend to send bad pictures of her to him. And she wouldn't do it. And he said, I'll come up with a way it'll just disappear and maybe she will. The whole social media site was built, created on evil worldly lust. And to think the people of God wouldn't have no sense to know, to even feel that. The thought that your daughter could send something to some boy and it disappear. Do you Does that not click? Nothing good could happen of that. Come on. They say, I can't keep up with No, you can keep up with us. It's not too much trouble. You only got them for a little time. A little space of time. And, and their minds. Halamoshalabaha.
It's not too much trouble to me. Because there came a day. Attention, please. There came a day when God said, Get in. I don't know how many years it was, but there came a day. God said, Get in. I'm about to shut the door. And all of a sudden, something that had never happened in all the world began to happen. It began to rain. And the ark was sitting there and it started raining. Of course, it was a big boat. I don't know how much displacement it made. There came a point when the water on the side of the ark balanced out the displacement of that big old huge ark. And all of a sudden, something shifted. And it was lifted off the ground. You know, when they felt that, felt that lift that wasn't too much trouble now I'm telling there's going to be a rapture sound the Bible said the dead in Christ are going to rise first and we that are alive and remain are going to be caught up that means we're going to feel There won't be any time to fix things in. It's going to be in the twinkling of an eye is what the Bible said. You're going to feel it. You're going to say, it wasn't too much trouble now. It wasn't too much trouble to search my heart now. It wasn't too much trouble to repent of my sins. It wasn't too much trouble to get baptized in Jesus' name. It wasn't too much trouble to live a sanctified life. Come on, why don't you come make a liar out of the devil right now? All across this church. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.